some days are just better than others. Today is one of those good days where I was minding my business, going through some old files, and I come across an interview that I had with Mamle Dambulu, which was never used. And I thought, this interview still holds up now, and I really, I really want to, 50 years down the line, say, you know, when I'm promoting my memoir, and they ask me to list some of the names or the people that I've interviewed in my career, I am not, not going to name drop. I'm not, not going to mention Mamle Dambulu as one of those people. So, <laughs> um, I think a lot of people will know the backstory. You know, Mamle Dambulu goes into exile in the 60s, 65, I think it was. Works with luminaries like uh, Harry Belafonte, Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones, Miles Davis, Hugh Masigela, um, Miriam Makeba. And all this time that she's hobnobbing with the who's who of the music industry and the film industry in the States, her stock as a performer, as a songwriter, as a singer, is rising all the time. And what does she do in return? She uses her profile and her voice to aim attention at the atrocities and the injustices of apartheid back home. And 26 years later, she comes home. It's 1991, and they land at Jansmat Airport in Johannesburg with her husband, Brakaifa Simenya. He immediately takes her home uh, to Alexandra Township, and they find squalor. The following day, she goes home to where she was born in Orlando East, and she's just filled with this despondency. So what does she do? She goes into studio, and the album Not Yet Uhuru is conceived. I don't know if I need to go any further than that because we know the story, we know the album, we know the songs, we appreciate the songs, we forever will. But at the same time, I just couldn't let this opportunity to stunt on you people. <laughs> I couldn't let that go. And so here's an interview that I had with Mamle Tambulu. Um, yeah, enjoy. I found very interesting, Mama Uguti, when you came when you came back from the States in ninety one, Uguti, uh -huh. you didn't know that people knew Amatula Aku because it, it some of your music was very restrictive and let's just cut. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, because you know, like Angus was Maung apparently. the only time they saw the abandoned it was born a massing apart, like for instance, we would do shows in Lusutu, maybe one or two. We did, we did two shows in Lusutu. Then we did one in Botswana, and we did one uh, in Zambia. And then the, we really had like few people from South Africa coming to see us. <clears throat> but mm. we, the last one I said Lusutu, which was 19, I think it was 1984, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we had a cr an unbelievable crowd. But Lafe Lusutu, um, people were singing, but there were a lot of other people that were singing so too, you know, and people kind of maybe they say, Mandy, in retrospect, I think they'd be shy, being a fool, you know, to express themselves, you yeah. know, because they didn't know what was going to happen to them coming back home. But when we came to South Africa in 1991, um, that's when this thing hit us very hard, because there was no song that we did that they did not know. They sang all the songs. 
I mean, the nuances in the songs, and I could not believe it. <laughs> and it, it was amazing. And it has never stopped. At which is here in this country, they know, it, you know, sometimes they need to know, you know what, maybe we, <laughs> we really don't need to perform anymore. They should just, they, my ears, and they let them be the performers. They because the it, it, it's fantastic to watch, you know, uh, because you end up just, okay, you, you almost like conduct the audience. <laughs> 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 uh, but it, it, it told me something um, about my people. You know, mm. it told me that, you know, when people really care, and people uh, understand the music about themselves. Yeah. Because this music was about them. Mm. This music was done with them in mind. You know, uh, and that communication to me, Sigute Gangara, is, is, to me is tremendous. You know, that you can have people who can communicate with you spiritually. Yeah. You know, and connect, literally connect. You know, um, and I will cherish this for for the rest of my life. Did you ever think, this wasn't the music that you were putting out? I mean, for instance, like, um, in the music, um, The Village Never Ends, did you, did you, did you, at any stage when you were recording it and you were putting it out, think, maybe this is not going to get anywhere? Because it, obviously we talk about the music being banned and restricted. Did you ever worry, perhaps, that it was all futile and it was all going to come to nothing? Um, I don't think that thought ever came mm. because um, most of the stuff that we did, especially that album, yeah. um, the few albums that we directly recorded for the South African the audience. South African market, yeah. And it was not only South African audience, we were dealing with the continent as well. Yes. So we said, you know, like, hey, the continent is ready for this. They are listening to it. They love it. I would go to Kenya. There'd be people say, oh, I heard your album. Yeah. So we knew that we were, didn't make a mistake. So, you know, and people used to tell us, you know, they would come out and say, you know, like, I got your album and I can't, I know SABC has scratched a lot of songs <laughs> on your album, but people, uh, you know, we get it. Somehow yeah. we get it and we play it, and, uh, yeah. especially in the Shabins, we play it. And, uh, so we, we, had a good, we have a good time and we have all your albums. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> and they would say, well, but Sinente Lazetu. So it really was not a wasting, waste, wasted time for us because we aimed to do that. We aimed to not only can we tell our story through music, and but we can also uh, um, educate our people go the way to music. We can also take it to another level. Yeah. Were there any particular songs that stood out for them? You mean here in in South Africa? No, I mean even across the continent when, when the music was. Out oh yeah, I I did uh, music in the air was one of the songs. Yes, and still uh, even now. <laughs> that was really really like I've even had people like about the Tarantino recorded. Mm. And so it was really, and I did a song called uh, "I Will Remember You." And so we had a lot of artists who really loved the music. And, and I also did uh, No Way to Treat a Lady, which okay. I turned it around in Mississippi. And, and that song also, you know, um, people latched onto it. And especially the political songs that I did. Because a lot of songs that I did uh, that, that I never recorded, mm. uh, which were, were American songs, which yes. had messages like uh, uh, it's, uh, A Time for Us. 
and a time I want to be free. And I record, I sang those songs with my concertini because no, uh, um, um, the song that I did, um, Carry On. And the audience, every time in Klangan I started, but when we see you do those songs, take us to another level because, you know, we, we really empathize with what is going on in South Africa. Mm. So there were special songs that I did that I've never done here. And when I did um, Roots, which was a theme song, yes. oh man, I made a lot of people to a point where um, the, the, the writer of the story, when he passed away, Yes. He asked what that song must be paid, but maybe he books like it. So, you know, there are a lot of people who, 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 who latched on to the music that we were doing. Even though your career was, was taking off, you were doing very well in the States, I'm pretty sure you were, you were homesick as well. I mean, what motivated you and kept you going at that time? Uh, what motiv- your people, you are the ones who motivated us. <laughs> <laughs> We used to watch you, you were all young and vibrant and resourceful, you know, mm. you know, and, and uh, with artillery, mm. you know, and to us, when we watched that on television in the States, we used to like cry, but be motivated at the same time, you know, since Jolugut has with him, we can't stop now. You know, if Abandoana can do that, we need to give them support. And unfortunately, the only support is now. Hopefully, they can hear what we're saying. Yeah. So you motivated us. You gave us the direction. Yeah. You really became that compass for us. This is what's going on. What's going on. Even June 16, all those things we were on top of things. We always followed what was going on. Important though, Mama, was it to have Bob Kaifas um, alongside you during this time? Um, oh, he was a he was a it was a great support. Mm. He really was a great support. And you know what was good about it is that so badly yeah. we off we were of the same mind, and we still are. Yeah. Uh, to us, the struggle for Sikai was pivotal. I mean, how do was, how do you look back on 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 fifty years, Mama? I mean, how do you look back? What are some of your memories that you cherish? And what's the, I mean, I'm sure you get this question a lot. I mean, the secret to 50 years, what is the secret? Um, there's really no secret to it. I, I you know, I, if there was a secret, trust me, I would have read your package. Written a book. <laughs> Sold it. <laughs> it <made> millions. <laughs> but there is no secret to it. It's just people caring, you know, yeah. caring for each other. And they're uh, the same dreams. And they... They motivate her by the same thing, mm. you know. Um, you know um, and I think Sobadili, we we are very passionate about our country, mm. very very passionate. We want to see progress in this country. We want to see our children get better than Tina. You know, um, we wish them all the successes that can come by to make them better artists, to make them better uh, writers, uh, to make them better scientists for those who want to get into the sciences. We wish all the good things. So all that, I think, the combination ends with, you know, when we sit down and, and talk about how much we care about each other, mm. that becomes the, the focal point. Yes, that becomes the focal point. I mean, you mentioned Manje, each generation, um, yeah, yeah, Manje. 
Um, I'm interested to find out because I remember what Bell Corner at when Nutanisa launched the album Yaki Eng. I'm interested to find out what you made of Yikava Yaki Jigi Jela. And also, just I mean, the the, the, the current generation, who, who are you listening to? Is there any, any particular artist that you like or that you that interests you? You know, it, Guinea is a habit of mine to, to listen to other artists, uh, especially the young ones, because they're coming up with different things, different ideas, different sounds. Mm. Um, so, and I enjoyed her concert a lot, you know. And I've always enjoyed her, my performance. I think that she's one of the most spiritual artists that this country has. And she has, she, you know, she puts meaning into what she does. And she's very passionate. She's very passionate. And you need passion when you're an artist. Mm. And every time in Mbona a performer, there's a spiritual personality in her that, that, that emerges. I don't know if I'm the only one who sees it, but I see that. And I was, I was very, um, uplifted, but also blessed to, to hear her sing, uh, because it's a very, it was a very meaningful song when I did it. Yes. Um, uh, as I said earlier, Oguti, Abandua, you know, you guys were the motivating factor between. Mangbona Nenza Zongo listened to Nenza Chijela Majugunsima. We said, you know what, we need not a contribution here to Oguti. See, see, Baboni Sukti Nati Siabos, Siabeza, Siabona. So Utandiswa is, is, uh, I'm glad we will record it along with And she put her own feeling into it. She put her own style into yes. it and her own spirit. And that's what artists are supposed to, yeah. I mean, like, to, 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 to realize, Guti, even now, I mean, the younger generation that are picking up on your music and your music is still alive. Yeah, I mean, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, I'm very grateful. But, you know, like, they, they, it's the right thing to do, I think. It's their music. They are right. To, you know, when I, when I put it out there, uh, it's for them to pick it up and run with it. And whatever they do with it, it's, that's what they feel. You know, there's something that Unkulungulawajala would mean and and I'm I'm very happy to see that because they are taking ownership. Mm. Whatever we do, we do it for us, for our people. Yeah. And I like I, it, another question Bunguzoni is about other artists. Yes. I listen to a lot. Of, I've just discovered a young woman. Uh, on television the other day when they were doing, uh, I think it was uh, Metro Awards, asked her to sing, I think, and I know Kelly. I know Kelly very well. Oh. I mean, I don't know her, but I know her music because mm-hmm. I listen to her. And I saw this other woman who was singing with, with, with Kelly, the Kula E music in the air, they were asked to do that song. She's a dark complexion. I think, yeah, I think Tambo. I think but my gosh, you know, and 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 I'm not taking anything away from Kelly. I think Kelly is, is a hell of an artist. Yeah. But this child, there was something that I felt guye. Mm. Uh, she sang the song and she she gave me goosebumps. Mm. You know, okay, okay. We are moving. We're going somewhere. <laughs> We're going somewhere. There are a lot of artists really that I listen to. Plenty. And mm. and we have a stable of artists in this country that is incredible. Yeah. I just, if you're talking about a young a young artist, I, wanna, I want you to take us back to 
when, when the first time you realize and you know, for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, I used to sing Lavandona Estradin, so yeah. we can we, we formed ourselves into a group, so about, I think we were about four or five, mm. and we would sing every night, you know, every evening. <laughs> and we would go out there and meet, and uh, this is the danger girls. <laughs> <laughs> we were about 12, 13 or so. Yeah. And I mean, I was 12 around that time. And uh, so I think one evening, uh, one guy by the name of James Mabel, I didn't know him then, he was passing by. Yeah. And he heard us saying, What's up? What and he, he left. The second day, they are more food. Now we are cross food. How? We are manje this time warmer for a longer time, and we continue doing what we're doing. So what you got? give me? Especially when I just looked at and we have a street light. And a little street at best peg in Jurassicai, Orlando. And my mother used to sit there first day and ask her, and so what my friend, you know you sing very well. I love the way you sing. And I'd really like you to join a group and actually he's the first one to tell me that you know you can sing. But you know what? He didn't register. I don't want to lie to you. He didn't yeah. register. Yeah, give me Ukula was just a thing. Because my mother was a singer, my aunt was a singer, my Kuluam was a singer. Uh, even though they never took their thing, you know, to another level. So, but Anna, did you think, did it, you think it, everybody could sing? Yes, I mean, I give me it was like, uh, so what's so different about me? We all sing. <laughs> <laughs> we all, you know, news engineering every day. Hmm. Um. But uh, when I joined this group, which is a long, cutting a long story short, what uh, did you do to join the group? And my wife was okay, fine, but as long as we was at the school in London, as long as you take care of him, of her, when she was to Yabu Yaka and his cat, was a master, he was in school and all that. I joined the group in Swinky Sports. I started working in Swinky Sports. Mm. Um, Sambala, Sambala. And then we were going to a union of South African artists. It is a Toki house. Mm. And we were going around the Benzama talent shows. And luckily, Oba, my band, I decided to go to Asisanganese. Now, this is a computer, a Donaldson, a DOCC. And there were many other groups who were very good. But luckily, for Tina, I win the first prize. And he started now to hustle. Going around find, trying to find jobs for things things like that. <laughs> but eventually, by uh, African Jazz and Variety, they were having a concert since uh, uh, Selborne Hall that that Sunday afternoon. What he get so when so audition, what to be the Alfred Herbert who owned the company. So we went, we were very excited, you know, uh, because we nearly almost money house. This is born and a dime, you know, we're doing something. So when we got to the Selborne Hall, Alfred Hedges was waiting for us. They were rehearsing because they were going to have a show in the evening. And I was so surprised. 
Time, do you think when you look back at it now, is that the things that motivate you, Yungalesos Kati, you talk about when you were young and you knew that then sitting on those steps and you knew then? Do, yes, because do, what I saw on that stage when they were singing, mm. I said, yeah. You know, you just hear that, that was my turning point. I said, that's what I want to do. I want to be like that, you know. And I like, I like, I like the the way they they carry themselves, the way they dressed, uh, just the way they communicated with the audience. I said, I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I grow up. And uh, fortunately for me, you know, I I was able to do it. (laughs) That was my motivation. They really motivated me.
she was like a queen in Mazangibone anyway. I said, Michael, can't you can do this? You can actually sing your song and and and, and people love candle for what what you are about. Mm. You don't have to prove a point to anybody about doing their thing. And it kind of hit me like a brick, you know. I said, okay, I see now. Then I went to another concert in a village, Bogusala, Indomdanasi, Cuba, Celia Cruz. And it did everything in Spanish. And the band was happening. Yo, yo. And that's when mm. I said, okay, then you can be who you want to be. You can represent your people properly, and the world can pay attention to you. And that's when I started to do things, because I had all these artists who were so great. You know, and then to top it all, I Belafonte saw me perform, came, decided he wants me to join his company. And I learned a lot from watching him perform on stage. Yeah. And I worked with Canon Boladili for two years, and I learned a lot. You know, all these people, they just piled me with work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what to do, <laughs> how to present myself. So yeah. I was lucky that way. I was really lucky. About what it takes. Yeah. Yeah, they were very highly professional, highly professional. And uh, I couldn't see myself doing any other way. Yeah. I'd learned a lot from them. And I keep trying to do that, even with the younger artists, because when I go to the shows and I watch, I sit and I watch, uh, you know, I see so many things about Zenzai, and I say, oh, I'd like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I did never stop. <laughs> it never stopped. But what, what do they ask you, Mama? Like, the, the, the young artists now that come across you, but like, what's the piece of advice that they ask you, and what do you tell them, Wena? Um, well, it's so difficult with the young artists in South Africa, because you know, you when it's hard for you to go to them and say, I think here and there you need to up your your your, your presentation uh, because you know um, you know we are starting to artist because we are not Yes, tell me. <laughs> I know what I'm doing, <laughs> and so we wait and we're still waiting for them one day to say, "Mamlet, I'm jealous." Yeah, so you, you just can't go to an artist, mm. but I'm wishing for that day to come. But if, if someone did approach you, Mama, what's the one piece of advice that you would give them? If someone said, Mom, later, I want... I think it mean, not really, uh, and I've said it many times, mm. uh, most of the time, whatever it is, because we are... We are, we are happening. Yes, you are, and there's no doubt about that in anyone's mind. But the only thing that sometimes is missing to a lot of our artists is that we don't realize, Ubuntu, whatever it is we do, it's a gift from Ngulungur. We are, we, are, we are ministers to do work, just like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, it's not about glamour. It's not about uh, it is about making sure 
you do umsebenzi kaNkulunkulu akulethe wona la emhlabeni that is why you have a voice a tremendous voice that you have it's god speaking to your people through you and if they can understand that we will have longevity in our artists you know because it's not it's not them it's it's somebody speaking through them through them and a young, a young most of the artists they, they die young because they get to that point where they think they are it you are not until you understand that you are here for a reason yeah that's my advice you <laughs> <laughs> Mama, thank you, yep. thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Mama, for his cut salary. You are welcome. I just yeah. realized it was just coming with 30 minutes. Bengtai, I'll keep you for only 20, but this has been so, so, so inspirational. And yeah, bonga cool for his cut salary. Bonga Thank you. If you're hearing this, you've reached the end of this episode. I would like to believe it means you've enjoyed it. So, Ngiabonga, thank you very much for that. Um, I would also love to hear your feedback on this episode and suggestions for possible future episodes. So, please reach out uh, via email or Instagram or Twitter, whichever you prefer. My handles and my addresses are all on the show notes. And as a last note, please, please, please subscribe to the show rate it five stars nothing less please and of course share it on your own platforms um i would love to hear back from you and i would love to get the show going <laughs>